The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me are Susan and Virginia. Hello, everyone. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio Search Engine Optimization Channel, stream it on scmsynergy.com, or pick it up on iTunes. Search Engine Strategies in San Jose is next week. And as the search marketing industry gears up for one of their bigger educational opportunities, and uh, I think massive networking uh, opportunities. I think that that's a big thing. Uh, we thought we'd take a peek at some of the sessions and uh, find out what we're looking forward to next week. Uh, it might actually uh, make sense to talk a little bit about something that we're involved in first, get uh, that out of the way. Uh, we've certainly got a lot of other sessions. Uh, for those of you who haven't been to the site, uh, I'm going to start with something that's really important to you. The uh, discount code is BC20. Yes, that'll get you 20% off your registration, which is yeah. Which is a lot. Yeah. Uh, 20% off that conference is a whole lot to have as a discount. So it's yeah. BC20. Uh, we're a sponsor of the conference. For those of you who haven't uh, noticed, we've been sponsoring it like forever. Uh, we're a sponsor of the conference, and I think that's uh, rather important. The... Uh, other thing that seems to be going on is Webmaster Radio is sponsoring a party. Yeah, that's right, on Tuesday, since on Tuesday. there's no Google Dance. Yeah, and if you haven't heard, there's no Google Dance this year. Google <laughs> is not going to spend the trillion dollars on uh, food and booze at the Googleplex. So, uh, <laughs> Shocking. Webmaster Radio is filling in, I think. Uh, certainly when there's a gap, uh, the people that are important fill in. Um Give you the week real fast for us. Uh, we've got, on the 10th, a full-day SEO-only training course. And it's my birthday. And it's Susan's birthday, um, <laughs> both of which are highly important. Um, um, I won't be here for Susan's birthday because I'll be giving the course. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be back here in, in uh, Simi Valley saluting my birthday from the comfort of my desk, really. <laughs> Because yeah. I'm going off to live blog. Yes, you are. Because so, that's what I asked for for my birthday. <laughs> yeah, so for Susan's first birthday, we're uh, going to take Virginia away for the day. Wait, <laughs> all that, week. All week, oh. yeah. She gets oh, wait, the blog. No, I just meant that I didn't have to live blog. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Susan asked if she could have her fingers back for that week for her birthday. So, uh, But we have the training on the 10th, and it's a whole day course. It's really great. And one thing to remember is the discount works on everything. So uh, get in there early, take the early bird discount, take the whatever discounts you can. I don't know if the early bird is still alive. 
Uh, I don't think so. No, I but, think that was last week. Um, sign up. I understand the hotel is basically running out of space, so uh, which would imply that it's going to be a pretty popular conference. Yeah, it's always the biggest every year. I mean, it's a great place, especially for new people. You know, I mean, SES San Jose has the best, like, basic get in there, get in the door, learn how to do stuff sessions of all of the conferences. You know, it's some of the other conferences are better for getting into that higher level details and, and really kind of getting on that far edge of, of search. But for grounding, for somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, for businesses who are just starting to get into it, and that's everybody this year because everybody's trying to make money as best they can, this is the conference. Well, uh, if you know SEO, uh, it's got something for you. If you don't know SEO, starts with training then you go through the sessions it'll it'll wrap it together nicely yep um we're also i'm going to be speaking at two different sessions uh the seo tools of the trade and the seo uh, advanced seo roundtable uh if you're in there go ahead and come by and see us there's one interesting session though that i thought would make sense to talk about a little bit uh that has to do with uh click attribution and I think it's interesting that this is the first conference I've seen a session on this. Yeah, I love I love this session. Okay, so Credit Crunch, the death of last click attribution and its impact on paid search advertising. I didn't write down what day that's going on, but it's going to be talking about how pay-per-click a lot of times gets all the credit for getting that conversion. But there's some attribution that needs to be going on to give credit to the other channels that contributed to that conversion. Yeah, absolutely. Well, nobody ever gives credit to the uh, bus bench, the billboard, the radio. I mean, right. you hear it, you hear it, you hear it, you decide, hey, I'm really interested. You run over, click on the ad. Did the ad decide you to click on the ad, or did you already decide to go look for the ad? I mean, which way was it? Right, absolutely. And... and I mean, I think this kind of goes all the way back to what we started talking about at PubCon with the Halo marketing, right? The fact that there's constantly this stuff around people and there's and constantly this stuff that's around your actual point of conversion and it all contributes and there hasn't really been any good way to model that yet and any good way to measure exactly how much of it is. And surveys are terrible at it because nobody wants to fill out a survey. <laughs> so it's... I think I think this is a really really interesting topic, yeah. and I'd love to see because you know they're talking paid search here, but it doesn't have to just be paid search. I mean, getting your ROI from your SEO is incredibly important on this level. Getting knowing whether or not your social media campaign is working is incredibly important on this level. Every how everything contributes is just well, I, basically, it's top of mind recall. When you get back down to it, you know, I know your brand. I've seen your brand. I stumble on your brand every time I turn around. Why should credit be given to the last way you find me? We get a lot of traffic for people searching for the string Bruce Clay. And I know darn well Bruce Clay is getting people searching because of other programs because they're aware of who we are or some word of mouth right. or something. That's clearly, I know it's something else. That's exactly. clearly a drill down, right? right. That's, that's not somebody out of the blue was like, you know what I want to search for? Bruce Clay. 
Like, yeah. because <laughs> they don't Bruce know. Clay. I right. need Bruce Clay, which we'd like people to say that. I mean, let's, yep. uh, you know. But in general, you know, you don't think I need, I need Bruce Clay. You think I need SEO. And so then you start doing research on SEO and then you find other stuff. And then you're like, and you read our website and then you go off and you read something else. And you're like, what was that website? Bruce Clay. I'm going to go look for that again. And then that comes back. So what was the term conversion? Was it SEO? Was it Bruce Clay? How far did they measure into each other? Was it because they went to a conference and met Bruce and shook his hand and then for, lost his business card? I mean, you know. Well, it's probably because of all these people that have seven-year-old search engine relationship charts up on the wall in their cubicles that finally say, uh-huh, I'm going to search for Bruce Clay. I, I wonder if there's a new one of these. <laughs> yeah. There is, by the way. <laughs> yes, there's been many. <laughs> in the last seven years. We've, they've changed a bit. Well, uh, one of the topics right now is Yahoo and MSN and then not Yahoo and MSN and now Yahoo and MSN and then not Yahoo and MSN. Uh, I'm just sitting here waiting to have to change the chart again. You mean Bing, right? Bing. I meant Bing. Bing. Yes. Well, no, I have to change the chart anyhow, but it'd be nice <laughs> not to have to do it twice in the same week. <laughs> well, the... Um the last click attribution topic is surely going to be a good session as are a bunch, um, but it's time for a quick break and we're going to be looking at more to look forward to from SES San Jose coming up. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, Amazon, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Did you know? 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the Internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects the average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. FriendFinder. FriendFinder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With FriendFinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Mobile Presence, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm joined by Gina Poole, the Vice President of IBM Software Group Marketing 2.0. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Gina. Great. Thanks, Virginia. Thanks for having me. 
We are getting all excited for SES San Jose next week, and Gina is a panelist during the session, The View from the CMO's Office. So I thought, you know, your title is rather interesting. I haven't heard um, something like that before, being the um, the, the mark, marketing 2.0. Uh, when did that become its own focus in IBM? It's, uh, it's rather unusual, at least today. Yeah, so it's, it's fairly recent, and I've actually been in um, digital marketing and outreach for over 12 years, but with um, uh, my current role leading Marketing 2.0 for IBM Software, this includes all of our web marketing, web-enabled sales, as well as social media marketing. And Marketing 2.0 is really all about the transformation of marketing, from the traditional push tactics designed to grab an audience's attention to shifting to the marketing mix to much more pull tactics. And, you know, also important is that 360-degree integration of push and pull. So it's really more about demand interception. It's about interacting with the audiences where they are um, on, on the topics that they're interested in more than simply the traditional demand generation where we set messages and then push those out and try to get the audiences interested in that. And then finally, it's also about increasing our use of analytics and automation, you know, really uh, – uh, the science of marketing and looking at that whole uh, marketing mix in a more holistic way. Very good. And, you know, the description kind of hints at that uh, as far as the view from the CMO's office, the panel that you're speaking on. Um, so what do you think needs to be present in a company's culture in order to have this kind of evolved understanding of what is needed in the marketing mix today? Yeah, to make this transformation from push to pull really successful, it requires an innovative culture, one that's flexible, willing to learn new things, and really important is, you know, willing to take some risks. Um, key to transforming the culture is constant learning, you know, doing, experimenting with pilot projects, you know, demonstrating those early successes. And also critical is to, you know, have some champions, ideally executive champions out there evangelizing the success story, the you know, the uh, extra opportunity that we can capture by making that shift in the marketing mix. Um, well, it is an interesting transition, and we're really quite in the midst of it right now. I think that there's the people that really understand it, like yourself, obviously, and you're out there and you're spreading the message. And then there's the people who are kind of hesitant to, to change, maybe because they don't understand it exactly. And um, so... Uh, for a long time, I mean, SEO was considered like an issue for the IT department to wor worry about. Um, how have marketing officers in general, in your uh, experience, reacted to taking SEO into their own kind of strategy? And you make a really good point because this is, I think, one of the biggest, most exciting transformations of marketing since, you know, marketing was invented. Um, and a lot of changes going on, and as marketing leaders, we all see that our traditional tactics just aren't yielding, you know, the uh, kind of ROI that we got in the past from things like direct mail, you know, even banner ads and face-to-face and, uh, -face tactics. So it's, it's critical to continue to grow the business that, you know, everybody get engaged with, with really where the audiences are heading. Um, it is important to partner um, with the uh, IT organization to ensure that your infrastructure supports all of these new digital tactics. Um, but the real key to success is, um, you know, with the marketing teams, the focus on content. Content is king. 
in this space and really understanding the audience. You know, what are they interested in? What terms and phrases are they using? You know, and, and what kind of content will really engage them, not the traditional marketing gobbledygook, but something that, that really provides them value. And to educate and engage marketing leaders, it's real critical um, to show them, you know, what is that missed opportunity from the lack of focus on things like search. Um, demand interception can be a really powerful way to generate quality leads. The exciting thing is the audience is already raising their hands. They're already interested. You know, you didn't have to do something to get their attention. You know, you have their attention. Now you just need to intercept it. So because of that, the leads can be higher quality as well as a lot more cost-effective. And another key thing I found is, you know, demonstrating success, evangelizing success stories. You know, do small pilots, you know, and demonstrate those success stories. And if you couple that with, you know, showing the missed opportunity and then, you know, what can happen when, you know, we take advantage of these digital tactics and demonstrate the success, that's pretty much a, a winning proposal. It does sound rather convincing. Um, so would you say that that, I mean, what is the most important tool at a CMO's disposal when it comes to evaluating um, what's going to be going and what's going to be growing in the marketing budget? Uh, I think that you've kind of touched on some of these already, um, but, uh, you know, maybe, like, what, what does an SEO need to, to use to, uh, how can an SEO leverage this knowledge and, and make the best case for the, the CMO? Yeah, because we all know that none of our budgets are growing, so it's all about shifting investment to, to those that are providing higher opportunity. So I think marketing mix analysis is really critical, and using analytics to kind of capture data. I mean, for most CMOs, you know, the holy grail is leads, number of leads, you know, increasing the number of leads. So looking at all of the different lead measures, cost per lead, number, value of leads, quality, speed of progression the percent of leads from new prospects, um, you know, uh, looking at traffic coming in from search versus other tactics. You know, we try to look at all of those things, and what we've seen is that, you know, the cost per lead is lower, the quality of the leads are higher, and we actually see that digital leads progress much faster than uh, leads coming from some of the traditional tactics. And what's really exciting is the percent of leads from new prospects. It's about 90% of our digital leads are coming from new prospects. So that's huge opportunity uplift. Wow, yeah, it is. Um, well, I think, you know, there, it's, it's good to know what somebody sh- should be doing, um, but what, what's, what can the SEOs avoid? Um, you know, what's the biggest pain point in the transition to di- digital? I think one of the biggest pain points is, you know, people tend to get caught up in the either-or. You know, we have to stop doing face-to-face events and instead do search. And what, what's really a strong selling point is, you know, look at it instead from kind of a 360-degree integration of all the tactics. You know, how can search and other digital tactics like social media complement some of our traditional tactics? Um, in IBM software, we run 3,500 events around the world, and, and that's also part of my responsibility. And, you know, events are very powerful. They, they add a lot of value. We don't want to stop doing events, but what we found when we included digital tactics before, during, and after the event, that, you know, our attendees rose, our leads rose. So these aren't uh, either or. It's difficult to sell that sometimes, but if you can demonstrate how all the digital tactics 
complement some of the other tactics as well as, you know, you, you still have to identify some things. Perhaps we'll do some fewer face-to-face events and do more virtual events. So you, you still have to, you know, look at that marketing mix and identify areas where you want to make that shift. For example, many marketers are reducing direct mail, reducing banner ads and things that aren't yielding the results. Okay. And, um, before we run out of time, do you want to give any advice about um, anything that you've noticed as far as like a breakdown in communication or um, any any pitfalls that can be avoided um, as far as somebody, a, a marketing uh, officer who's trying to make the transition to digital? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the key is kind of going out there and, and uh, telling that story to attract the investment. Because um, it's important, uh, you know, the investment is different. It's not just giving money to, you know, an ad agency. But in this case, you really need to invest in content and in people. Um, you know, tactics like search, like uh, engaging in communities via social media. It's really people to people. And so it requires, you know, that you make that investment in people. Um, and it's ongoing. You know, search optimization is, you know, you, got, you have to think about that every day. Um, it's not just something you do once and walk away from it. Um, you know, also key is to, um, you know, leverage all that market intelligence you're getting out of these tactics. You know, when you go out there and you listen and you see what people are searching on, it can really help you better target your messages. And I even go as far as pushing in the marketing community when they think of naming products. Have a search expert at the table because if you pick the wrong name, it'll make uh, it that much more difficult to intercept demand for those products. That's very interesting. And even though, you know, digital is is all about the technology and and so often we forget that um, it's it's about the people because, you know, it's about who's behind the computer. Um, And uh, thank you for sharing your thoughts on that, Gina. Um, And thank you for coming on the show. Great. Thanks for having me, and I'm excited about next week's conference. Yes, and I'll look for you in San Jose. Thank you. After the break, we'll take a look at the Social Media and Video Strategies Workshop at SES. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com. Do you consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being 
one of the elite publishers. XY7 Elite is not for everyone, as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements. Think you've got what it takes to be elite? Go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000. 702-216-4000. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR Web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to PRWebOffer.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. LPO, landing page optimization, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Susan here with Virginia and Michael. And with SES San Jose right around the corner, we've been talking about some of the panels that we're really looking forward to and that we're going to send Virginia off to. So, Virginia, what do you want to go to? I um, haven't heard much about the different workshops that are kind of happening at the same time. I, I don't really... I mean, I, do you, do you know, remember if there were this many? There are about six or so, like half-day and full-day workshops happening in conjunction with the main show? I No, I really don't think that there were anything like that last year. I think there were a couple of like little training sessions, but this definitely seems like they're getting more emphasis on the hands-on stuff, which I really think is just great. Yeah, so, um, and I just wanted to share this with people because I haven't heard much about it. I kind of stumbled across it, and um, one of them is uh, being hosted by ClickZ. It's Social Media and Video Strategies Workshop on Tuesday. What I'm hoping from the fact that they're calling it a workshop and not just panels is that there will be a lot more posing questions that are going to get people thinking specifically about their site and how they can apply it and not just a general, you should be doing this, you should be doing that overall. Because the problem with social media panels, as I've seen them, is somebody gets up and they talk about the 900 different tools that they use. And that's useful if you can speed take notes, you know, or, or, but even when we're live blogging and we type really fast, even when we're live blogging, you can't get down all those tools. And once you get there, you don't remember which one is useful for what or, or how to get started or which one was the best or the worst or anything like that. And I'd really like to see them do some drill down on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I ask myself, how useful is it to talk about social media? It yeah, yeah. It doesn't work that way. Not, not how easy, because you can talk all day about social media, but how easy is it to demonstrate to someone not just whether or not it's useful, but how it can be useful and how it applies? 
Right. So a lot of times they just they give you a list of tools. Right. But you'd like to see how can I make this tool turn into something that's a real benefit to my organization. Right. And it's one of the cases where, you know, it's it's great for people to be like, here's my case study. Right. I think that's too drilled down. Because most of the time people with a case study, they just tell you what happened and they don't give you any backup analysis on why something worked or why something did it. It's just, we wrote this article, we put it on dig, we got 18,000 hits, look at how great we are. Mm-hmm. What they don't say is, we wrote this article, we put it on dig. Because it was titled this way, because it went through here, because we redirected it here, this was our result. And this is why it works. And here's how you can apply it. That part doesn't happen. Right. You know. So the most important pl- the most important part. So Right. They're all evidence and they're no explanation. Usually it's like um, well, we posted this article on dig question mark question mark question mark profit. It is. <laughs> right? That's, that's exactly it, you know. Post article on dig win. <laughs> that, that doesn't work. And furthermore, it Every time somebody puts a case study up there, everybody thinks, I have to be on dig. Right. You don't have to be on dig. In fact, most of you, you shouldn't, shouldn't be, be on, on dig. dig. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly if you're an SEO because they hate you. <laughs> well, the problem is a lot of people don't know why something that they did was successful. You really need those people who are going to boil out, boil the things they did down to the principles that right. can be duplicated or redone. Yeah, yeah. And the problem and and then of course the other side of that is that people get too generic with their you know things they would say write exciting headlines <laughs> right okay i can tell you to write exciting headlines <laughs> all the live long day and you're never going to know how to write an exciting headline right right that doesn't teach you anything write an exciting headline make people get up and stand up well not what makes people get up and stand up sexy words you know top 10 lists horror words Things like that. Things that jump off the page. I mean, this is something news writers, you would know better than this, than I would, Virginia, they've been doing for years. Well, it sounds to me that you're saying, you know, that there's a bit of, um, like, here's how you do it right and here's how you do it wrong. And yet with social media, there are hardly ever black and white right and wrongs, which is why it's also interesting that in the conference there's going to be um, social media white hat versus black hat. Yeah, well... That's, yeah, that's kind of another can of worms, isn't it? Can you have black hat social media? What is black hat social media? I don't know. I I did some digging on the web, and I didn't find any very good concrete definitions of what black hat social media might be. I mean, black hat seems to be an umbrella that's taking, like, synonymous with bad these days. Right. Bad social media and good social media, I guess. Well, Well, I thought it was the kind that didn't follow the rules. (laughs) Right. Well, but Who sets the rules in social media? Yeah, whatever. In, for a search engine, it's service, like Google, right? right? Okay, so what's a bad so what's a black hat social media practice? Um, lying about who you are as a persona and trying to like be like, hey, you should so golfing too. You should totally astroturfing. Try. Yeah, astroturfing is black hat social media. I'm that. That's like that's the first thing that comes to my head, possibly. But then again, I don't know if you do it. You know, if if you do it with transparency, but I guess that's not if you're, if again, you're definition you're transparent or not astroturfing. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of yeah. thing one. I don't sure. know. I I think that in general, if it works with social media, do are you it? really doing it wrong? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I I really I really don't know on this one. I I hope that uh, you get to this panel and and get back to us on 
what a black hat social media practice looks like. Should you create lots and lots of user accounts, all with slightly different like biographical See, information? See, now that would be shady. <laughs> that that could, would definitely that be could be shady. black hat social media, I guess. Yeah. All right. Can't wait to check out that session. But that's it for this week's show. Thanks to Webmaster Radio for producing SEM Synergy. <coughs> Next week, SEM Synergy will be live from Search Engine Strategies San Jose. I'll be rounding up a few of the search marketing experts floating around the conference hall so we can bring their industry insights to everyone who isn't at the show. Until next week, thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy.